0: Sunday, June 16, 2019, 5:11 p.m. Woke up today and there is less pain. I decided to go for a swim after breakfast. I did 20 laps instead of 30. My lungs were comfortable and I was happy. I was thinking about the bar exam while swimming. I was also thinking of Buffalo Chick. It came up that I was taking it again and in Albany. She asked me when and I told her. I also t- told her that if she f- is free, that it would be great to see her. She said she'll see what she has going on. I, ha- I said no pressure, and that I know she is juggling a lot of balls. I sporadically dexted with the woman. Sex stuff. No solid meeting planned yet, but it appears it will happen soon. Not holding my breath, but I'm enjoying our exchanges. I went home and fired up the lectures. I'm not sad, really but I'm very wary that this is being masked by my interactions with a woman and with the man who I will have lunch with on Tuesday. I just wish I could do away with them and be happy on my own. I stayed home the whole afternoon, just doing lectures but pausing frequently to text with these people. I need to be better about pushing them away while I need to focus on this. I know it's another form of self-destructive behavior. And I need to establish better boundaries. I don't exactly know why I'm doing these things. I tried to relate it to I, but it's getting more apparent that it has nothing to do with her. I remember that the last time I was in between relationships, before I met I, I had a feeling that I was headed for a string of meaningless sexual relationships. It's kind of happening now. I'm not sure where it leads. This might be how I'm getting to know myself better. I'm not quite sure what the right things to do are or if I do know my heart or some other part of me is vehemently protesting against it. Monday, June 7, 2019, 6.29 p.m. Hi, C. I spent last night disappointed in myself. The woman wanted me to convince her why we should meet when there were others. I told her I'm bowing out. I felt like I was broken because I was giving my attention to someone who doesn't deserve it and for me settling for someone who again can't give me what I want or need. I sought comfort in someone else. A man who was attentive but likewise unavailable. He's married with children. I am fighting to keep boundaries and keep it friendly but we've both, both turned it into light sex and cuddling talk. Meeting him for lunch Thursday, but I feel like I just want the company and the attention. I feel like I don't need this complication, but I also am thankful for the temporary alleviation of the feelings of loneliness. I've deleted all the dating apps except Tinder, which I think I'll delete soon. I deleted it now. I went to sleep sad, but I thought about what I was looking for from the apps. I came up with this. I can't quite put my finger on it. I'm looking for meaning in my life. I'm looking for ways to boost my self-esteem from within and not be too dependent on the validation of others. I'm looking for someone who will love me just as I am. I'm looking for comfort, for sexual release, for long, easy conversations, for someone who will all will be all fuck yes when it comes to me and I won't be kept wondering where I stand. I'm looking for friends to be a safe and encouraging space in my life. To remind me that I'm worthwhile when I forget it myself. But instead, I was quite unsuccessfully looking for hookups. For phone sex partners. I went on a couple of dates, but nothing fruitful came out. I might not be ready. Maybe they weren't ready. Maybe I'm too weird. But most likely, the reasons for being ghosted have nothing to do with me or anything I can control. I dreamt I was on a small passenger plane. I forgot to pack something and I asked the plane to stop taxiing. The flight attendant went back to get what I left. It was a Bluetooth headset. At my house in Houston, someone I somehow ended up targeting in Target buying chocolates for the flight crew to thank them. I landed in the Philippines. I went through an impossibly small door to go to baggage claim. I was on the other side with our bags. She was pushing an old person, my grandmother, on a wheelchair, and I was in charge of our backpacks. We had matching backpacks. I was scooting them along the floor. I was asking her to take care of a cockroach that was in the way, but she didn't do it. It's the first I dream in a long time. I had breakfast and waited for the guy to jump my mom's car. She hasn't used it, and the battery died again. I took it to the dealership with Casper. I waited a while and texted with the man. I finally got out and picked up late lunch. Sugar was dropping and I was ravenous. I took a nap. I was so sleepy. It was almost scary. I was dreaming that I couldn't understand anything anyone was saying or that I was reading. It seemed like everything was in a different language. I also was driving around somewhere and it was orange light everywhere. I don't know how, but it ended up with me meeting Buffalo Chick. She was wearing a green button-down blouse. She tried to hold my hand, but I wouldn't let her because my hands were clammy. They were fine later on. We were in some big university. We went into one of the rooms in the stadium. She kept getting closer. She was fixing my shirt collar. I wanted to fix hers, but she did it herself before I could do it. I had my arms around her waist. She was taller than I am for some reason and it felt wrong or annoying to me that she was taller. I finally woke up. I couldn't wake up earlier even though I wanted to and it scared me. I need to face my fears finally. I need to acknowledge that a lot of people care about me and that if I do that I might not feel as lonely. I need to see that most likely I will end up not alone. I will, however, need to keep working on myself. I want to be more selective in the people I let into my life so I don't compromise my worth. I almost wish that I didn't feel anything so that way I will be unencumbered by emotional attachments. I know it's human to long for Buffalo Chick, but she can't give me what I want or need even if she wanted to. I need help accepting that. It looks like I've replaced the hurt I felt for I with this one. I don't know why or how that happened. I feel like this is a lesser kind of hurt, yet it feels very similar. I hope I'm not forgetting how it feels to be happy being alone. I hope I know what it feels like in the first place. Thank you, C. Tuesday, June 18, 2019, 6.05 PM. Hi, C. Last night I was watching videos. I also texted a little bit with the guy I'll meet for lunch. I was productive in the late evening and finished the lectures I wanted to do. I decided I'll tweak the calendar to not watch as many videos but read. I started it this afternoon and I liked it. I went to sleep at 1.30 a.m. I woke up around 8. I didn't want to get out of bed. Or rather, I almost couldn't. Casper was very snuggly and he was snoring slash dreaming I knew my mom let him out this morning, but I also found myself ruminating about Buffalo Chick. R sent me messages and I replied. I told her I couldn't get out of bed and she kept me company. I hate this next part so much I almost left it out. Buffalo Chick texted and I replied, and then I got out of bed. I tell myself it's some sort of addiction, neurotransmitter hit, or something but I used it anyway and I got my morning started. I did some quizzes and finished a short outline of a whole subject. I think I'll keep doing those and then focus on quizzes and practice. The midterm is coming up. I'll be doing a full multiple choice exam day in a few days. I have this feeling that I will do well and I am pretty confident with it. The next part will be focusing on essay subjects and practicing those and then memorizing rules to use in essays. I was texting with the lunch guy, but I found I didn't mind establishing boundaries with him. I also appreciated that he is a distraction from my festering buffalo chick feelings. I was consoling buffalo chick earlier because I, when I asked her how she's doing, emotionally she said she asks herself every day what the fuck she's doing, and she doesn't have any answers. I think consoling her made me feel better. Why does it make me feel better to console someone who I think is sad? I suppose it's because I'm sad too, and it makes me feel good to see other people who are sad as well. Maybe it gives me some sick hope that she and I can be together in some way. I finished reading the short outline and felt good. I made lunch, and then I took a break. I responded to some messages, did some cryptocurrency trading, and made soft plans to meet with someone who will consult with me about some crypto-related projects they are thinking about. I did a short quiz, which I did well on, but I could use some more work to do. I also decided I am well enough to go to a spin class this evening. Buffalo Chick and I were texting while she was at a doctor, and she is off to have dinner with her parents. I don't know why, but I am loving that. I, I enjoy the connection. I love how she tells me where she will be and what she will do and asks me about myself as well. The lunch guy kind of does that too, but it's a poor substitute. And he is likewise married with children. I am telling myself that I can handle just lunch with him and exchanging messages and fantasies. I am afraid that I will be tempted to do something physical with him and it will make me guilt ridden. But so far, I have only committed to lunch, and I have played with the thought of dropping him. I have essentially dropped everyone else except Buffalo Chick and VL, kind of, and I am not adding anyone else. This pain, is it loneliness, sadness, anxiety? Being alone, I think I feared it. I need to face it. I was avoiding it at all costs, and I realized it was making me less whole. I'm starting to feel that I'm not pure. That I'm deeply flawed somehow and I just don't like it. Maybe I haven't just started to feel it and that I've been feeling it. I had a worry that I might be doing this to get as far away from I as possible. But it's not that. I'm not doing any of this because of or for her. I'm doing things for myself and to myself and I need to do better. Thank you, see. Casper and I will see you tomorrow at noon. Wednesday, June 19, 6:32 p.m. Hello. After studying, I went to spin class. I forgot how intense it was. I was on max heart rate the last 40 minutes. There were only 3 of us in the class and I wanted to save face and not quit. I was happy that I didn't. I dropped off a package, I picked up a prescription, I got cereal, cooked and ate dinner. I showered and lounged about in bed resting. I caught up with some friends from law school that I've been neglecting and are. I felt happy that I decided to go and I stayed. I slept before midnight and I was happy. I dreamt I was in Buffalo. I went with my mom to someone's house. He ordered food at the hotel. It seemed Cambodian. They had a dumb waiter or a food elevator. I ordered something with meat. My sister hasn't had lunch yet and was hungry. My mom and I went out to explore. We walked to a market and there was a young girl taking a car on a test drive. Her wheel came off and landed in front of me. It's an old bottle green convertible. She was calling the dealership. My mom dropped some coins and one of the girls helped her gather it. We went to a bar and we got separated. I met this girl while I was changing. Long, dark hair and young. We flirted. We were both useless lesbians. She and I ended up in the men's room and I used my fingers on her. She was telling me to look into the Kama Sutra or tantric sex. She didn't have an orgasm, but she was clamping on my fingers. I kissed her neck. We went to her parents' house and my mom texted we should go back because it's already 4 a.m. I woke up to my right upper body in pain. It must have been more of an upper body workout than I thought. It went away after a while and I was too busy to think about the pain. I woke up a little late and had breakfast. I watched some videos before preparing to go to you. I wasn't sure how today was going to go and I wasn't thinking about it much. I had almost forgotten how I was so miserable on Friday that I asked to have another session so close to the last one. I was uncomfortable during our session. Rightfully so, as we were talking about some difficult things. It's still not that clear to me, but I am developing a sense of urgency and frustration over what seems to be debilitating behavior on my part. I know I can't rush it and things will fall into place, but I wish wish things will come become more clear to me. It's hard work. I went to get a car wash and grab some food. I went home, I ate, and sent a message to lunch dude that I can't meet him tomorrow, and I can't continue with our conversations. I cited, I cited not being ready to get attached to someone as my excuse. He was gracious, and I felt relieved. I read my book, and I had a good run. It did feel good when Buffalo Chick and I texted again. I wish I didn't hope for more, but I appreciated the perspective you reminded me of earlier about what's really important. It brought me back. I didn't say no to her exactly, but I did feel like I cut back at some point. I told her I was reading while sitting on the sofa. I'm still reading. I'll let the after-work gym rush die down, and then I want to swim. Exercise helps me think and feel centered. It's not cycling, but it's something for now. Thank you. Thursday, June 20, 2019, 8.31pm. See? I got the message from Monica about tomorrow's cancellation and confirmed receipt with her. I hope you and your family are alright. Friday. June 21, 2019, 10.52 a.m. She said, thank you. I had a seizure yesterday around lunchtime. If you want, I can offer a FaceTime or a phone call. And I said, oh, that's scary. I was worried. It's kind of you to offer, but I'll say no. We'll handle things when you're back. Please look after yourself. Order groceries online. And she said, we'll definitely order online. Just let me know if you change your mind. And I said, of course I'd like to talk. I could never lie to you. I was trying not to dread your being gone next week. I will want to be the first in the line when you are ready to speak with patients again. I know you wouldn't have offered if you weren't ready, but I am concerned you are stretching yourself or your healing to help me. That was the last of my messages for her for that week that I sent daily. I kept I kept writing them, but I wasn't sending them to her. I later on did and here it is. June 20, 2019. This is the first one in almost a year that I'm not that I'm writing something that I'm purposefully not sending you. It feels so odd now. After studying yesterday, I ate dinner, and then went to the gym to swim. I did the most laps I've ever done, 43. I did it like it was nothing, and I felt great. My next goal is 60, and taking less time to do it. I had thought that I was doing too much, and when I woke up this morning with pain in my torso, I thought I was right. But I do need the physical activity. I toyed with the idea of waking up early to go cycling. But I'm not sure I'm ready. Whenever my thoughts would stray and think of other people, I did my best to just think of myself. I imagined passing the bar. I told myself I want to pass it with enough points so I can practice in other jurisdictions with high requirements. I get scared of my dreams. I'm not sure I can do it. I went home and rested a bit while winding down, thinking of my day. I started to get sleepy, and then there was a sinking feeling in my stomach that was forming. It made it a little difficult to fall asleep, but I was eventually able to calm down enough to sleep. Also, I came twice, so that helped. I fell asleep then. I woke up earlier than usual. There was a text from I that it was my turn on words with friends. There was a good morning text from Buffalo Chick. It made me feel good. I replied and left my bed. I ate breakfast and started to read. I was pretty pleased, but I want to do more. I ate lunch. After lunch, R asked if I could give her a ride and we can hang. I said yes, but that I couldn't stay that long. I I fired up my video and listened to it on the drive there and back. I liked R's company. I was wary at first that I was being used. I was happy I set a time boundary. I didn't quite keep it, but it was close enough. We went for pizza and ice cream. I I brought Casper with me. Driving home, I felt great listening to the video. Almost as if driving made me concentrate on it more. I felt my memories of the material were refreshed. I got home and took care of some packages and replied to some messages. My neighbor asked that I water their plants while they were away and I laughed at myself for even thinking while watering the plants that I might drown them because I didn't know how to water plants. Kind of. I gave the plants in my opinion was enough water and consoled myself with the thought that two waterings by me will not kill plants. I had dinner I texted Buffalo Chick back because she said physical therapy was kicking her ass. The socks I got for myself arrived, and so did the ones I got for her. I think I'll send them over tonight. I thought I was disengaging, but it's so hard. I noticed myself getting a little bit more nonchalant, though, so there's something. The words he told me were kind of ringing in my ears. It helped, but sometimes I forget or have trouble remembering Thank you. I know you say this is about me, but I always, always hope you're well. Friday, June twenty one, two thousand nineteen. Last night after dinner, I felt restless. I left the house for a drive. I found myself at H E B looking for curry powder and snacks to send Buffalo Chick. I stopped myself and said the socks and a mini old fashion drink mix or enough. I went to the post office to mail it. I messaged with R in L, A from the other week. I shared my restlessness. I went back home and slept. I woke up. I'm getting sad on weekends, I noticed. I read. Sometimes I could, sometimes I can't. I get distracted by little things. Around 4.30, my aunt came around with her dog. She went with me to a doggy Pride party at the local pet store. It was fun. I didn't think about Buffalo Chick for a while. I didn't text her after she told me she was going to a town three hours away to be with an ex, who is also a friend, to attend Pride at their town. She is married but having trouble with her partner. It doesn't feel right. I'm frustrated with myself for having these feelings. I can't figure myself out and I feel like I'm letting myself down. I went home after the little doggy bash and had a snack. Went to Trader Joe's before they closed to get vegetarian stuff. I texted E a picture of the cheese display and that I thought about her sometimes when I shop for cheese. I told her I saw she looked happy and that I'm happy for her. I determined first to myself that I'm not expecting a reply and that I truly wished her well. This was after panicking about spiraling down because I couldn't see or talk to you. Felt okay at the time. I liked hanging out with my aunt. I felt terribly alone after she left. I reached out to R., I'm scared that I'm not well. I'm scared that I am not happy with how much time I spend worrying about being alone and not comfortable with being alone. I'm trying to confront my fear of being alone, but I'm also reaching for ways to not be alone. It's a lot of energy expended not being centered and zen. Why do I wish I could just let go of whatever fantasy I have? with buffalo chick, but I can't. Why can't I see that she's only giving me breadcrumbs, despite repeated demonstrations by friends, you, and herself that she is only giving me bits and pieces? I had a good time online with R talking and playing words with friends. I did that until 2 a.m. and felt super sleepy. We agreed to meet after I go to a concert tomorrow night, I don't know how tired i'll be i feel there might be clouds i don't like it i try to trick myself into feeling okay by saying i'm okay but it's not working very well saturday 6 22 2019. hi see i woke up feeling okay it had to do with buffalo chick giving me attention and while at the time it felt good I worried that it wasn't very good for me in the long run. I went about my day and studied. I had a doggy guest, so it was pleasant. I wasn't as distracted studying. My aunt came around to pick up her dog in the afternoon, and we hung out until I had to get ready. I decided to go to the Pride Festival before going to the concert. I felt great and I was excited. At first, I didn't want to go, but I thought it will be an interesting change of pace. and something I'm doing for myself. There were so many people, and it took forever to even just get into the festival. I was quickly remembering why I only went once before. I was invested in it, and I felt great just being there and interacting with people that I didn't mind much. I walked and saw all the booths and sat down on a bench, thinking how I'm too old for this. I reflected on how happy I am with the current state of pride and how I wish that this is celebrated every day. I was getting so many compliments on what I was wearing. It's a plain t shirt that said, I am like so gay, dude. And everyone was wishing everyone a happy pride. I started to walk to the house of blues, but the road closures made it difficult. I found a staging area for the floats, though, and I got to preview a lot of them before it started. I decided to take a pedicab ride to the venue. I loved the front act. They made me remember how much I do like seeing live music and the feeling of listening to music so loud you literally feel the beat of the music in your chest. I started to get tired around 9.30 and dismayed to find out that the band I wanted to see won't come on until 11. R was sending pictures and videos of the parade and said I'll be having much more fun with her. I left and went to find Rose and the crowd. We agreed to make meet for drinks. It took so long to find her and I wanted to walk far because of the closures. I saw someone get attacked and the attacker fled and pushed me aside. I saw a woman with a bloody face and I ended up with someone's blood on me and my phone, but I'm alright. I probably won't attend Pride, but I might decide to walk along some of the floats today or someday. I could have this year, but I have plans. I didn't see R until after the parade and people dispersed. I said I wanted to eat and led us to Frank's Pizza. There was a line out the door, but I said we will just have to wait. She walks fast, and I was proud of myself for not being shy to ask her to please walk slower. My feet were killing me. We finally had our pizzas and beers, and I had three-fourths of a beer, and we were just talking the whole time. It was a good time, I wasn't sure, but I think she was playfully flirting with me. She kept referring to her almost nude outfit for San Francisco Pride when an almost naked girl complimented me on my shirt. Harmless, though. She kept hitting my feet under the table and I told her to stop kicking me. She said she may be playing footsie with me. I smiled and bowed down and I told her, I don't think I've ever played footsie before, but that was definitely not how it goes we headed out and started to walk again. We were closer to her parking garage. She doesn't remember where she parked and we were walking around at 1.30 in the morning in downtown Houston. I did not feel safe. I'm glad she offered to whip out her mace. I said it would be safer to walk to my car and drive around looking for her garage. We finally found hers after driving a while and we saw each other off with a hug. It was nice just trading stories. She was very nice to me. I had to ask and stop and sit on a ledge, and I found myself saying sorry. She corrected me at once that I didn't have to say sorry. I had a great time. I don't remember the last time I got home at three in the morning, but it was great. I'm happy that I had a friend to experience that with.